Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Mandy Hickson. She is a motivational speaker as well as a pilot. Mandy, welcome to our podcast. Thanks, Chris. Great to be here. So one of my memories that I love recanting is that I always love going to this local airport in LA called Santa Monica Airport. And it's a local airport, so you can actually go there and see. You're probably about 50 feet away from the actual runway. I can see these one or two seated Cessnas flying. It takes about 17 seconds. And it always inspires me because ultimately, I really, that's one of my bucket list goals. So for you, Mandy, as a pilot, when did you have this dream and desire to, to be a pilot? Um, well, I grew up listening to stories, basically, of my grandfather, and he was a Second World War fighter pilot. And it inspired me to sort of look into that as a career. Um, and then at 13, the Air Training Corps, which is a club run by the RAF in the UK, opened its doors to girls for the first time. And I joined on the very first night that you could join. And I had the chance to fly there. So at 13, I got airborne in a little aeroplane. And um, we took to the skies. And it was a beautiful blue sky day, white fluffy clouds. And I always feel it's like dancing through the air. And, you know, it really is. You're sort of pulling G-forces. You go around these clouds and doing some aerobatic maneuvers. And I thought, right, this is what I want to do for the rest of my days. Well, let's, let's, let's really focus on that point because frankly, Mandy, you're a speaker and you're here to help people. And, and I want to really understand what will compel a 13 year old young person to say, you know what, I'm going to go on that and, and fly. Cause again, so many people have a dream, whether it's to be a pilot, whether it's to write a book, whether it's to start a business, whether it's to lead a relationship. So I'm curious, what would compel you at that time? Did you, did you have that, that chutzpah already at that age or did you have someone encouraging you or you just didn't even think about it? Well, I think once you find something that you love doing, I think it's, a, it's an absolute gift, really. We all need a purpose in life. And it, as you said, it doesn't matter what age we are. Once we have purpose and we get a drive towards it and we've got this goal and a sense of achievement when we uh, get there. But for a 13-year-old girl that loved flying, I just thought, well, this is what I want to do. But women weren't allowed to be pilots in the Air Force at the time. So that was pretty much a big brick wall in front of me. Um, but I continued to sort of pursue the dream. I was sort of, you know, basically heading towards it slowly in chunks. And at 17, I was awarded a scholarship. From there, I got my private pilot's license with basically savings from my paper round, newspaper round. And um, yeah, and then I went off to university and still women were not allowed to fly in the Air Force, but I joined a club there and I flew more and more, got about 160 hours and bided my time. And then in second year, when I was about 20, I couldn't believe it, my timing was perfect. And I, the Air Force opened its doors to women on the front line as, as a fast jet pilots. And so basically that was all my dreams coming true in one moment, really. That's fascinating. And Mandy, as a motivational speaker, what are your main topics that you talk about and how you inspire your audience? Um, well, the big thing about speaking, I think, personally is it's got to be about storytelling. You know, you can put as much many as models in front of people, you can talk strategy, but people don't remember them in the long term. If you can paint a story, then people will remember it. For example, people will remember when you just talked about Santa Monica at the start, but if you'd given us some facts, they probably wouldn't remember it. So basically the way I tend to do my speeches is that I'll share all of the different stories talking a lot about resilience, about determination, overcoming fear of failure. Um, and to, be, to give you the quick example, I failed every test then to be a pilot in the Air Force. Uh, not just once, but in a meteorological way, I, I failed them twice. And you can only do them twice. 
So there was another brick wall in front of me there, but I managed to persuade the Air Force to take me on as a test case, basically, um, right at the advent of women being allowed to fly and a lot of women were failing the test. So I sort of pointed this out to them and said, you know, what about taking me on as a test case to see how far through the system I can get? And they took me up on it. So yeah, I was on the first sort of wave of female pilots and I hadn't passed any tests to do it. So yeah, that determination, <laughs> resilience, it's pretty much within me. Well, even just coming out with that angle to even go back to them, right? Because I, we literally had a, a podcast guest recently. She's a young woman in her 20s. And I don't have a lot of time always to do the podcast. Sometimes I cancel because we have a client load, right? And she literally says, I linked it. She's like, oh, I saw that you canceled, but I found another time on Wednesday. So I, I, I booked that. But I was like, when I, when I spoke to her the second time, I said, you know, Mary, I, I really admire your courage because like I said, whether you're 13 or 20s, I think she's early 20s, I admire that chutzpah because ultimately that really goes a long way. So for you, I'm, I'm always try, curious to try to figure out how you do it so we can help other people do it, right? So you, you were rejected or you don't even know if you felt that way, but ultimately when someone says you can't do it and then you just sat back or read a book or asked for counsel. I'm just curious, how did you go about that strategy if you can go back and say, well, perhaps I could be a test for you? Well, it, you know what? I always think that we need people to believe in us. And that is something that I've kept close to my heart, you know, as I've grown into an adult from that young 20 year old. And when I failed those tests initially, I was on a in a club there at the RAF, it's a university club. And there was a boss there of this club and he just couldn't understand why, you know, I was probably one of the better pilots on the squad and he couldn't understand why I kept on failing these tests. And so actually he believed in me and he also said, I think the system is wrong. And so when someone plants that seed of an idea and they believe in you, then actually that gives you the wings that you need to go on and perhaps tackle a system. If you sit there and think, I can't do it and then no one believes in you, then you tend to probably give up. But when you've got others fighting your corner for you and with you, then actually, you know, it gives you confidence and it gives you that determination. And it's interesting because this, this same guy literally connected on Facebook to me yesterday and he said, oh, I heard you've written a book, Mandy. Um, and I said, yeah, you feature in it, Buffers. <laughs> and he said, oh my gosh, really? And I said, yeah, you know what? I'll send you a copy. I won't even make you buy one because he literally made a monumental difference to my life. And, you know, and I owe him my career, really. No, and it's so important, man. And that's why I really do this podcast because so many of us don't have that man or woman in their life. And you as a speaker, I already know that you'd be so inspiring, not just for women, for, for all people. Because like I said, the analogy of, of flying, I often use that where you can't fly if there's no pressure that pushes through the wings and people think, oh, I want to stress. Like, no, that doesn't work that way. If you want to be successful, then we have pressure and sacrifice and, and hardship. So with your book, the, An Officer, Not a Gentleman, can you talk to us about that book a little bit? Yeah, so it's been a three-year project, sweat, toil, tears. Oh, I've, I've actually explored all of those avenues. Um, yeah, so we decided to call it an officer, not a gentleman, obviously with a little bit tongue-in-cheek towards my favourite film of all time. Um, but it's basically, it's a pretty inspirational journey through my life as one of the first female fast jet pilots in the UK. And it's all of the highs, the lows, but the real messages that come across are those of teamwork and that camaraderie that you get from the military and how taking that out into business and different walks of life is what holds people in such good stead. Um, you know, I talk about 
serving in Iraq. Um, I actually served over in three tours of duty in Iraq uh, for the conflict. And, you know, I was engaged by surface to air missiles. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of leadership in there. There's a lot of teamwork, but there's basically a lot of just my story, really. And anyone that's heard me speak all contacted me and said, oh, this is going to be so funny. It's going to be so inspirational. And then you have this horror moment when you've, you know, put, re revealed the entire truth in an autobiography and you suddenly think, it's not funny. It's not motivational. Oh, no, what are people going to think? And you panic. But actually, the feedback has been overwhelming and I've been blown away by it, really. In fact, it went to the, uh, the Amazon number one best-selling book in the aviation category yesterday. And... Um, Considering it's only been on the market for six weeks, I was pretty chuffed, to say the least. Congratulations, Mandy. The final question I have, Mandy, is again, an analogy with life with, with, with being a pilot and flying. What do you, all of our, the vast majority of our listeners are entrepreneurs and executives. So what's one skill that you feel that you've learned as a pilot that you can apply as an executive or entrepreneur? I think when you, I think a, a really good leadership lesson is about um, being and accepting that we all need to be incomplete leaders, that we need to surround ourselves by a team of people who are better than you and not to be worried about that, to empower those people around us to make the decisions, be held accountable for their own decisions and actually allow our teams to grow. And actually as a leader at the central hub, at the middle of all of that, you can see your team grow and you can be there to direct, to guide and to help but actually we're not always in this autocratic situation where we feel we've got to have all the answers because in today's modern world with so much data and so many different skill sets that are required we need people with those skill sets around us so you know even as an entrepreneur surround yourself by incredible people and even if it's not that they're not on your payroll you know you will have friends colleagues people within your network that you can utilize and that's how we grow. Mandy, thank you so much for helping me grow and our listeners grow. Have a great day. And how can our guests stay in touch with you and, and read your book? Um, so my book's on Amazon, uh, An Officer, Not a Gentleman. And if you'd like to contact me, I'm on LinkedIn under Mandy Hickson. Uh, I'm on all the different social media channels, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram. And basically, so the Mandy Hickson or Mandy Hickson Speaker, and you'll find me. Great. Mandy, thanks again. Have a great day. And you too, Christopher. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.